Welcome to episode two of the podcast that tears apart the hit TV show, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here on Channel 10. This is an unofficial podcast, but uh, Jackie and I just love doing it. And it is a very good afternoon to uh, Jackie Kosalki, live from Sydney uh, Triple M. Hi. Hello, Higo. How are you? I'm really well. I'm really well. It's been an interesting week, wouldn't you say? Oh, mate, I'm I just I'm still in love with this show. Last week I was frothing at the mouth and now I've just gone to another level. It's just getting better and better and better. I think um, before we get into what's happened during the week that we should really um, relive a couple of things that you pointed out on last week's show. The first <laughs> being about, well, and this has gone right through the press everywhere now. Don't know if they heard it on our podcast or not, but this is what we said last week. Do you reckon they let Warney go and have a burner? I reckon so. Every now and then? <laughs> this is what I'm thinking. He's, he's a pack a day. There's no way he could just go cold turkey and the fact he hasn't spoken about it. And then, of course, Peter <laughs> Ford, the uh, entertainment reporter, came out and said, yes, they're smoking in the jungle and I can prove it. Well, what's really interesting about that was I retweeted his tweet about that and then mm-hmm. he deleted it afterwards. Is that right? Yes, but Channel 10 have confirmed that they do let the some, some of the contestants, they haven't said who, uh, go and have ciggies uh, during camp. And they were like, oh, well, they do it in the UK version as well. And I was like, mm, is that a good thing? I don't know. I don't think it's a good thing at all. And I heard him on another radio station say that it's Warney, it's probably Fev and Anthony Kalia. <laughs> yep. Um, but they didn't say anyone else. So I reckon it's probably more than that. I've got so many thoughts on that. Uh, I just, oh, it's, come on, guys. It's 2016. Literally for almost 30 years, people have been saying, you know, Siggy's are bad for yeah. you. Stop. Yeah. Like, and I, I'll put my hand up and say, I quit. You can do it. And this is a perfect time to do it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And, and oh. the, the other thing was the legal ramifications that Peter spoke about on this uh, other show, um, because they're supposed to be giving up all their earthly delights and all their, you know, comforts and all that kind of thing because they're raising money for charity. And yet mm. they're still ducking out and having a, a bunger every now and again. Oh, it's just it, that 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 really grinds my gears with Warney because mm. I feel like it's not an even kill in camp, and I would like it to be an even kill, you yeah. know, because oh. I want to see them fight to the death. Now this the, is, this is yes. a death match. Yeah, I reckon he's got loads of concessions, including food, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But we've got to play something else here. We both tried to predict who would be the first out of the jungle, and this is how <laughs> it went. Who is going to be first voted out? Do you think it'll be Lorena or do you think people want to keep her around just to see how much the Australian public can break her? Yeah, they'll keep her around. I don't think she'll go the distance. She'll be there for about three or four weeks. Mm. Um, But I think my girl, the coughs chick, Courtney, um, poor man's Falzon, I think she's going to go. (laughs) Hit it on the head. Gone. (laughs) Done like a dinner. You said we tried to predict. I always knew, Higo. I always knew. So I had no idea, to be fair. Well, you know, things might work out quite well for her. I've done a bit more research on Courtney. Mm. Uh, she was born in Perth, grew up in Coffs Harbour, my hometown. Sawtell uh, was her surf club, which is a suburb of Coffs Harbour. I think she lives in Sydney. She goes out with a cricketer and does a lot of charity work with disadvantaged children uh, to take part in special nippers programs. So oh. 
I'm on board with her still. Maybe, okay. you know, she might be able to build a bit of a media career out of this. But no one was going to vote for her because nobody knows who she is. That's it. And, you know, once she did leave the jungle, there were a few people. There were tears. There were tears. Uh, Courtney uh, <laughs> left and Bonnie was upset. Joe Beth was upset. In yeah. fact, most of the people there are going, oh, you know, she was a really a binding kind of person. Yeah. Uh, the only person who didn't care? Yes. Your mate. Lorena, give me a spell. I'm still Lorena not sold was, on her. No, I've got oh, I've got so much to talk about with Lorena. Like, I, I don't know where to start. Well, just, just start. Just get into it. Okay, well, this week, Lorena, uh, the fight with Joe Beth. Mm-hmm. She she took on Joe Beth Taylor, who is, if you grew up in the nineties, Australia's sweetheart. Mm-hmm. You know, on Hey Hate Saturday, Australia's funniest home videos. I think she had a couple of singles, didn't she? She had yeah, a couple of. She did. She's done a lot of musicals and stuff. It's Joe Beth Taylor. Yeah, she's not a bitch. Don't no. take her on. You're you absolutely know? right. So Joe Beth actually cracked it. Like she'd had enough and. Look, they've been in camp now for two weeks. They're not eating. It's it's rations every day. They're mm. probably very lethargic and over it because all they do is wait around until the meal comes down if they're not doing a challenge. So you can understand why people might, you know, lose it very easily. But for Joe Beth Taylor to turn around to Lorena and say, there's about to be Australia's first bitch slap on TV. <laughs> now that's, I did, that's poking the bear a little bit, isn't it? It is poking the bear, yeah. But apparently it's, it wasn't Australia. It, the bitch slap didn't happen. Oh, my God, can you imagine if it did? Oh, man. It didn't happen, but apparently there was a bitch slap in rugby league last year. Someone did correct me because I was like, well, on Twitter I was like, oh, at Kasulke, K-A-S-S-U-L-K-E, I need all the followers I can. Yeah. Um, Someone, I was like, oh, there's going to be the first bitch slap on TV. And someone was like, <clears throat> there's been a bitch slap in rugby league. And I was like, well, that's surprising. Mm. A, that that happened, and B, I didn't know about it. But anyway, the two of them had a massive fight. Apparently they've kissed and made up. Mm, have they? Joe Beth even flipped. See, I think this is creative editing. I yes. think they want people to think they've made up. But I don't, there's no way after the start of the week that they had that they could just sort of go, eh, whatever. Well, I, I know. And Joe Beth actually flipped the bird at Lorena at one stage. Flipped the bird. On Monday night's episode, right, no consideration, Lorena, for anyone else. When she took the mirror to pluck her (laughs) non-existent eyebrows because they're tattooed on, (laughs) the camp doesn't like her attitude. And then Julia Morris and Dr. Chris Brown were taking the piss out of her as well on Monday Mm. night and see how all of a sudden they flip the script and they go, oh, no, they've kissed and made up. So much can happen in just a week. It is unbelievable how they can manipulate us, the viewer. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, while we're still on the subject of Lorena, I think on Monday night she said, oh, my bikini's gotten so big because I've not been eating, guys. I'm like, wow, every woman in Australia hates you right now. Mm. Like, legit hates you. I just want to play for you uh, Lorena last night talking about having had work done. Higo. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, I've had a few little cheeky nips and tucks. Some people are the poster girl for how to be super healthy and be beautiful. I'm the ambassador for how to party and get away with it. <laughs> how to party and get away with it. Let me give you the hot tip, Lorena, because I'm the wrong side of 35. That shit will catch up with you. Yeah, absolutely. I cannot wait for her ass to drop. But you know what? Again, I want to give her props. At least she owns up to it. Well, that is true, but I think she's trying to get in there before anyone else does. And it's <laughs> because, you know, the other thing, I mean, I've got, I've got a lot of notes here on, on, on this girl from throughout the week. And I just, I'm not sold. I just cannot come around to, you know, what she's like. I just think that she's awful, um, yeah. terribly self-centered. The world is against her. According to her, the world is against her.
Well, she has taken over the cooking duties in camp because that's where the big bitch fight started with Joe Beth Taylor mm. because uh, Joe Beth was the cook and Lorena was always up in a grill going, I don't like this, I don't, I don't like that, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so they've reassigned the tasks in camp and Lorena is now the cook and apparently she's nailing it. Which is great because, uh, and Fev actually said, I'm just going to do what she says. Because <laughs> I'm terrified like, well, of her. Well, there you go. But it's, it's a great way to keep the calm. But, um, you know, that's okay. A credit to her. If she's doing that well, this is still the same person who is completely condescending, offensive, entitled, <laughs> and, and likes to try and big note herself a fair yeah. bit as well, you know, with the, with the surgery and with who she's been with. And you know, I know you've got the grab here, and I know mm. we're skipping forward a few days, but when mm. Warney was talking about all these cars and stuff, have you got them there? <laughs> Yes. So so Warney was discussing, which we'll, we'll get to Warney again because I don't think we're done with him. No, not at all. Moment. But Warney was talking about his extravagant lifestyle, which was cars, houses, a 10-foot by 10-foot bed. Mm-hmm. What? This was Lorena. No, it's all just stuff. But it's all money. Like, you can't I've get the cars all. without the money. No, I've had it all. In reality. She's had it all, guys. Oh, everyone, Lorena's had it all. <laughs> Surgery. Oh, she must have had money and cars. She was just saying that loud enough, like, no, I've had it all. I've had it all. Listen to me. Yes. Listen to me. And it's like, fuck's sake. It's not about you. It was Warney. It was Warney was telling the story. Oh, I just, you know, I'm not even that concerned about her mental health in there because she seems very strong-willed and very, you know, I just I just think, come on, doll, you're not aware of how you're being perceived by the people and that's something that maybe you should take a look at you know because it's oh it's just it's bad it's bad it's bad how are you seeing the other relationships any any other ones sort of catching your eye because uh, it certainly seems in the last couple of days that bonnie is they're showing her as a camp favorite she's bonnie's awesome Uh, there was a great moment last night where bonnie has a bit of a routine when she goes to bed which Mm. is uh and anthony Kalia has been monitoring it and he he and Warney were like two naughty schoolboys in the corner whispering about Bonnie in a lovely way. They weren't having a bitch. No. They were just like, how funny is Bonnie at night? She goes through 15 different things before she finally, you know, gets into bed and the two of them are whispering like naughty schoolboys. And I thought, Kalia and Warney, yes, that's fun. Mm. And then also, you know, I, I, I thought, you know, that was, it was just, it was just a really lovely moment. But um, the one that struck me last night in the interest of, you know, being really positive, um, trying to be really positive, <laughs> you know. With, with all the bitching we've done about Lorena. But, you know, watching Joe Beth Taylor, Bonnie and Val talk about, um, you know, having had fame and having had money and then not having money and bringing up children and mm. having to sacrifice your showbiz career at times yep. to, you know, make sure your kids can go to school camp, to make sure that, you know, you're not having to pay rent. You've got a, got a roof over their heads. I thought that's a, it was a really, really lovely moment. And while that was going on, Warney was still talking about his 10 cars, <laughs> you know, just the other side of camp. And, and I just sort of thought well, it was just a really lovely, it was really lovely to see. And I thought, good on them. And, you know, people like Joe Beth Taylor and Val, they probably need this gig. Yeah. Yeah, you I, know, think, this I is think you're gig, right. This is a gig for them. This mm. is not, for Warney, it's like, man, I'll go and do it, whatever, fun. Wah. You know, it, they, they need it. Yeah, exactly. They need this publicity and they need to prove to Australia how cool they are. And uh, they're doing a good job about it too, I think. Joe, Beth and Bonnie were, you know, going back to bitching about Lorena, but this is about yes. something else. Uh, Joe, Beth and Bonnie bitching and Anthony was on side and everyone was getting on side saying, yes, yeah, she's not very nice. But then the chief, <laughs> the wise old soul, the Buddhist <laughs> philosopher, Joe, Beth talking to chief and he's just like, yep, uh-huh, yep, yep, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> 
didn't butt in, just let her talk, showed his support, and he was great. And then when Warney comes over and gives his support, it turns into a creepy hug and a massage. Oh, I know. Because Joe Beth was like, she made a comment where she said, oh, I just want a chief cuddle. And yeah. it, I was like, I want a chief cuddle. <laughs> like, I legit, I love my dad, but I just want chief to be my dad. Yeah. You know, I'm like, Chief, come and be my dad. Yeah. I just want a Chief cuddle. Mm. You know, there's just, but yeah, there's something about Warney. You know, there was a moment where Warney was, he, Warney and Fev had a fight this week too. Yes. Yeah, they had a bit of a scrag fight. That was a bit strange. That was a bit weird. <laughs> and did you notice the reaction of the rest of the camp who were like, shit, mum and dad are fighting? Yes. They didn't know where to look. And it's like, you can't have these two blokes who are best friends and then arguing. Everyone, no one else knows what to do. But boys do that. You know, I've noticed I work with a lot of men and it's really strange and kind of it's funny when boys boys can bitch and have little fights, little petty fights like girls can. The difference is they get over it very quickly. Yeah, five minutes, ten minutes. Five minutes, it's over. Yeah. But that, that was very strange to watch. But the, when before the fight happened, Warney and Feb were playing cards or something and Warney was just sitting there and he was like, oh, geez, you know, oh, he's, a, cha- oh, you know, he's oh. a champion chick, Havana. I'm like, Warney, she's too young for you. She's not interested. Just no. Yeah. No. Did you like, did you know that so when Fev's gone, yeah, right, mate, okay. You go, oh, no, no, she's just, you know, just a cool chick. She's yes. She's a cool chick. And then uh, Fev said to him, isn't her boyfriend kind of, and he goes, yeah, yeah, my age. Warney goes, yeah, my age, 45. Oh. As if to say, no, no. I've got a chance. Um, I've yes. got a chance. Oh, no. He's a man child. No. Well, see, I used to live in the UK, so I used to watch this show when I lived in London. Mm. And over there, everyone hooks up in the jungle. <laughs> there is legit hookups. And this, that doesn't happen here. So that just ta- it takes it to a whole other level. Because yeah. that's where uh, Katie Price and Peter Andre got married because they met on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out that of Here. That worked out well, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've gone completely off topic That's there. Can we right. can we talk about Fev? Absolutely we can. Now Fev has also taken up the cooking with Lorena mm-hmm. and last night they were cooking warthog on Thursday night's episode and yeah. he said anyone who wants to take a table at Fevano's or Fevelino's or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, he, I'm just I'm I'm surprised at how much I like the Fev. Don't like him as much as the chief, but I'm, you know, on board with Fev. Um but here was a moment from last night's show. I, I, I just was like, what? I had a heap of work done. I said the best thing in my interview. Bad surgeon, man. Yeah, <laughs> had a chin fun. extension. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, do you want to hear a true story? Yeah. I don't actually have a big chin. They're a little head. That's fat. You touch You're it. You're kidding. You touch it. That's fat. The bone is there. <gasps> it is. It's just oh, my fat. gosh. Can I touch it's that? It's just fat. <gasps> what is that? Was that an injury? See, look. What is oh, feel the bone. Feel the bone. Feel it. It's a, a rubber chin. See? It's a rubber chin. He's got a fatty chin. Fev has a chin implant. It's not an implant. He's got he's got filler put no, in he his... No, doesn't. Yes. No, it's just was a Was that fat, a joke? Yes, it's just a fat oh. chin. <laughs> just a fatty was... deposit on his chin. I thought it was real. No. God. And last night. You didn't no. get on the internet to go, oh, I've got to go back a few years and find Fev when he was just, you know, a, a young kid and see if his chin's still big. You didn't think Legit, that? legit. I was texting you going, oh, Fev's had work. Fev said, this is amazing. We'll talk about this in the podcast. Come on. Oh, that's fantastic. Is that not real? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to look it up now because while we're talking, just to make sure. 
no, no. Oh, see, I love Fev even more now. No. He's got me. You know, there's nothing online, and you reckon that would be something that would have popped up by now? Yes. Come on now. You know, oh. we were talking about the surgery and stuff, and when everyone was mentioning it, and Warney <laughs> oh, yeah. didn't admit to anything. He goes, come on. Look, if I was going to get it done, I'd be the one who would say, yeah, I've had it done, blah, 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 blah. And he blamed his weight loss for his face looking yeah. weird. And it's like, okay, you kind of admitted it because you've had your hair done. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I've been in a position here where he's been a guest on one of the shows that I've been doing and seems to have had a little bit done. Yeah. Look, the thing is, I'm not an expert on facelifts, but there is like tight skin just around his ear, and mm. that's legit a facelift. Right, legit. okay. Legit. Right. Well, Joe Beth Taylor didn't say anything either. No, she was very quiet. And you know what? She needs to put a bra on. I'm sorry. I think she, she does have one no, on. No, she just, doesn't have a bra on. It just takes a woman to know this. You need to put a bra on, Dale. She's, you know, we can tell when she's anxious or excited or sad. Her, <laughs> her mood indicators are um, very visible. <laughs> There's no other way to talk about it, all right? Now, warning. Yeah. Lots to talk about. Um, first of all, there was highly publicised uh, Shane Warne, Steve War stuff mm. this week where basically, uh, you know, he bagged out Steve War. I'm not a cricket expert. I'll put my hand up for that. I can read the scores. I can I can follow along. But Warney was basically whinging the other night saying, not you know, I hate Steve War because he didn't pick me. Mm. Right? Called him selfish. Yeah. Called him selfish because he didn't pick him. Now, mm. the thing is, when he was relaying the story, I was like, I'm not an expert on cricket, but it seems like you weren't match fit. So if I was Steve Waugh, I probably wouldn't have picked you either. That's it. And then he was saying that other people were brought in to selection, like Alan Border. And Alan Border was like, sorry, mate. You know, I'm like, you're still whinging about this 15 years later. Yeah, you got to let that go. You've got to let that go, mate. Mm. And if people who aren't cricket experts are there going, mm, that sounds legit, mm. you know. But that's why he's going to be there till the end. He's dropping these stories. I think actually think he's clever. He's dropping these stories out. So he will get in the press and people will vote for him and he'll be there until the end. I think he will because people want to know more and more about his personal life. Um, you know, the, the we've been going with it as well, that he was being paid $2 million for this, but apparently that's not true. Now, oh. apparently, allegedly, it's more like a hundred grand a week. <laughs> well, if he's there for six weeks, it's getting close to you know. That's right. They went, no, that's just absurd. Oh. Two million dollars. It's more like a hundred grand a week. And I went, oh, that makes oh. it so much better. God, it's just ridiculous, isn't this? Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Another great warning piece uh, this week, which blew my mind, was when he was talking about first playing cricket. Um, I didn't know that he played in the juniors for St Kilda. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, I always find that fascinating. That's that's a true mark of a great sportsman, I think, when you hear that they've played other sports as well. Um, mm. Elise Perry, you know, who plays cricket for Australia. She also plays football for Australia. Mm -hmm. You know, amazing. But Warney was like, yeah, 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 I was playing test cricket during the day. Um, they were only, it was only on a $3,000 a year contract, so I was delivering pizzas at night. Mm. Test cricketer by day, pizza boy at night. It's incredible, isn't it, how the times have changed. Now he's got a net worth of approximately $50 million. Yes. So if uh, anyone's listening, just go and deliver pizzas. It can lead to bigger and better things. <laughs> Absolutely. But I don't know. He's going to be around for a while because he just keeps on dropping those stories, doesn't he? He does. And you know what we've done again? We've focused on the magnetic mm. people.
Mm, we have. You are right. Uh, we touched on Bonnie, but not really. Um, you know, Joe Beth, we've just, but we haven't spoken about Dean at all. Okay, I wanted to talk about Dean. He's my pick this week to go. He's he gone. He gone. He's gone. Right. He has done nothing. He has given the show nothing this week. And Is he I don't even tuck a troll at all. No. Nah. Yeah, gone. Right. He hasn't even taken his shirt off. I've only yeah, seen him take he his. He did last night. I last thought, night. Yeah, I thought once. you'd have been all over it. I was all over that because, you know, hashtag rig. Yeah. But he's gone. You're not doing anything, mate. Yeah. No one's talking about you except for us now, mm. you know, and five people are listening, one of which is my mum. Yeah. So you're gone, mate. You're not giving anything to the show mm. and it's he's boring. He's cardboard. You know who, I like that. You know who they are saving, though, by this creative editing, introducing more of this person into the show, and that is Akmal. Yes, I was gonna. I was gonna say that, and um, uh, his story arc this week has been he doesn't shower. And also, they brought this in uh, when he got his wedding an- wedding anniversary letter. <laughs> I loved that yes, so, so much. But that's uh, when it started. They went okay, so that's Monday, and yeah. they've gone okay. We need to focus on Akmal. So here we'll get this wedding thing is, and then we'll you know, talk about the non showering thing. And I, and I really appreciate that because I don't reckon I would shower every day there. Um. Well, look, I would. Uh, it might be, be a the, boy might thing. Be in the pool thing, you know, in the yeah. I'd go swimming. Oh, God, it's just like, and when he was blowing his nose on his shirt last <laughs> night, I was like, oh God, if I was sleeping next to you, oh. I would crack it. I'd be Joe Beth. Like I would, uh, that would be my threshold, you know. So uh, yeah, I, I see what you mean. They have started to bring him in a little bit more. And also I'm starting to see the personality that um, I know people in comedy have alluded to. Merrick, who works here, Merrick yeah. was saying on the air and off the air. So I'm not I'm not speaking out of school here. Merrick's like, he is so annoying. He goes, he's one of my best mates. I've known him for 20 years, but he is legit the most annoying person I know. And he's right? been like, he's been like Switzerland this week. He's trying yeah. to mediate arguments. He's just... Well, you know. he's trying, but he's being super annoying. So when Anthony, Kalia and Warney were being naughty schoolboys going, look at body, you know, getting ready for bed... Um, you know, and and, and uh, impersonating her, Akmal went and told her, mm. and I was like, "Mate, come on!" Yeah, I don't know you about know. that. Yeah, that was a bit weird. That was. I was like, and then Bonnie was like, "Oh my god, everyone hates me. Do they hate me?" And I was like, "No, they love you." Yeah, it's endearing. Little shit stirrer, go yeah. and have a shower. <laughs> you stinky little shit stirrer. <laughs> yes. Now we've completely glossed over the fact that the Irwins were in the jungle. Oh. Uh, you know what? I, at first I went, oh, that's going to be annoying. Uh, but I will say this. Those kids, Terry has done a great job. They're super smart. They're smart kids. They're good kids. They're well-spoken. Right. And you've got to give her props for that. And, um, well, the thing that she should be put in jail for is Bob's haircut because that is just, <laughs> I mean, that is the purest bowl cut you've ever seen in your life. Do you know what? Mum sent me some pictures the other day. She was going through some old photo albums and I had that haircut between the ages of three and seven. Nice. That's yeah. good for a girl. Yeah. 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 So, no, something has to be done about that hair. You're absolutely right. But it was kind of like a, it wasn't exciting seeing them in camp for me because I was like, it's like seeing Chris Brown talk about animals. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm not here mm. to watch you talk about that. If I wanted to see that, I'd go to Australia Zoo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What is interesting is when you have the fish out of water in the jungle. Exactly. Yeah, you, you want know, people who so. aren't prepared for the stuff. Um, the, the other thing that I found interesting was, and they brought it up on the show as well, all the blokes were looking at uh, Terry's watch to see, get an idea of what time the sun goes down yeah. and things like that. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. They don't know what time it is. They don't know what day it is. A lot of them are sleeping all day. 
because A, they're lethargic and there's no reason to get up. They've got no energy because they're not yeah. eating. Correct. Correct. So little things like that. Like I constantly watch a show and I go, how could I cope without my phone, without internet, without Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be an amazing detox, an amazing detox. Mm. Um, I want to talk about the Chief. Of course. Uh, and I can't believe we've waited this long. I know, because Chief. Chief is the He's best. the winner. He's the winner. Simple. You've got to stay it now and stamp it now. I want Chief to win so badly, but I feel like they're just going to make Warney win. Ugh. You know, no, no but, way. No way. Like, he's just gold. Yeah. Um, he did a trial this week, and basically it was him wrangling ostriches. Mm. That's, all, that's all you need to know. Yep, because... and talking to the ostriches, it was brilliant. <laughs> what in the world wide, of, wide world of sports is this? Yeah. <laughs> what? He is the epitome of positive mental attitude, Chief, and yeah. that's why he deserves it, because he just gives everyone a shot. He looks the best. He takes the best out of every situation, and he's a, he's someone to look up to. So when Warney was discussing his, you know, twenty cars, thirteen room mansions, mm-hmm. and, and all that sort of stuff, uh, and you know, Chief would be doing all right for himself too. He's yeah. a bit of a still, you know, he lives in Newcastle, but he would be living in the nicest street in the nicest house in Newcastle. He's got a big deal with NIB Health Insurance, so he fronts all their ads. I'm not sure if. There in Victoria they as are. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's a, and he was the face of the footy show for years and years and years here in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. So he'd be doing all right financially, but, you know, he'd be kind of one of those guys I'd imagine would be like, I don't need 12 cars. Yep. I'm just happy with the car I've had for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Does the job, you know. Anyway, so he's listening to Warney crap on about his, you know, high life, and this was his response. Good on Warney. He lives it. He lives it to, you know, he lives it to the best. And uh, he's a lad. He's a real lovable rogue. He deserves everything he gets, but I, I, I really do dig his stories. <laughs> Just, I dig his stories. I'd be sitting there going, if Warney was talking to me about all the money he has, I'd be like, yeah, it's the end of the pay month, champ, and I've got $80 in my account. I hate you. Yeah. That's that's pretty much where everyone is here at the moment as well. And Chief was just like, oh, you know, I love his stories. He's a lad. He deserves it. Good on him. I'm like, what? You're agreeing, though. Chief's going to win. Chief is going to win. Yeah. I'm calling well, I'm calling this so you can play it back on our finale episode. Well, I've called it too. Yes. Not just you this time. I'm getting in early. See, I've got one, so I'm confident. Yeah, that is true. And and definitely, I think I'm with you. I cannot go against you with Dean getting voted out this week. I mean, who else? Let's go through, like we did last week, process okay. of elimination. We know that Warney's not going to go. Chief's no. not going to go. Fev's no. not going to go. Bonnie's not going to go. Lorena's safe, I reckon, because yep. something's, you know, she's working in the kitchen and they're manipulating the editing. Yeah. Joe Beth will be around, so that's six. Joe Beth will be fine. Um, I also think that Val will be fine. Yeah, I like her. And I reckon she's really loving this um, deputy position too. I think she is. And, you know, she's had a couple of great stories this week. And mm-hmm. every time she talks, <laughs> she just sounds like an old theatre dame. And I just I go, what? Like, I don't even know where you're from. Like, what are you doing? But Speaking I... of which, when they played the game of, I know I'm sidetracking here, when they yeah. played the game of bullshit and <laughs> she told the story how she was at Royal Ascot at the races and she was looking around because she was a smoker back then. She told this great story about how it was Princess Margaret or someone that she yeah. bumped into and asked for a cigarette or a lighter. And the story, and I went, holy shit, what a great story. And she goes, no, total bullshit. <laughs> I completely bought it. I completely, <laughs> that's how good she is. Like Fev with the chin implant? Yeah, well, come on, and, that's just stupid. No, I think it's real. No. I still think it's no, real. No, 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 Do you know anyone who knows anyone? Can we get someone who knows him to, can someone who knows someone down who there? Who the hell would do it? 
There's you're a Triple M Melbourne. There's AFL people there everywhere. Ask someone for me. That's your that's your homework for next week. All right, I'll find out. Can you ask Eddie Maguire or something? Yeah. (laughs) Right, I'll ask Eddie. He'll know. Hey, Ed. Ed, Ed, you know, Fev, how he was at Carlton for so many, in your Collingwood. Yeah, and you go, hate each other. Yeah, that'll go over well. Yeah. I, look, I think Fev's safe. I think Akmal might be in trouble, even though he's had a bit of... No, see, that's why I think they've done the stories this week, to keep him in. Mm-hmm. Havana's in trouble. Yes, I think she's slowly slipping away. Yeah, it is, it's Havana or... Um, no, Dean's gone. Dean this yeah. week. Yeah, because he's just, he's not doing anything. You know what? You're an idiot, mate. Just keep taking your shirt off. That's exactly right. It's not that hard. That's it. Keep your gear off, swim around, sunbake, shower a lot, and you're in. Oh, it's just not that hard. And someone brought up something the other day. If you start saying stuff like stupid and, oh, they're an idiot, that's going to keep you in. Ah, so stirring the pot. Yeah, exactly. Mm, That's what Lorena's doing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, they've got their ciggies in camp, so they're all fine. I reckon they've got other concessions too. I reckon Warney's getting fed for sure. Man, he has to be. Chief's not getting fed because he fainted, Mm. you know, on the way to the Tucker trial with the ostriches. So, Yeah, and that's not cool. That's not – I just was like, I just wanted to, you know, give him some food or something, you know, but make sure it's vegetarian. I love the fact that he, um, you know, even in that position he was in, he just went, no, no, I've got to push on, I've got to do this. Because rugby league. That's why. I think so. I think you're right. <laughs> you know, he knew that the, his teammates were counting on him and there's just no way he would let them down. <laughs> when you hear Matty Johns talk about him, that's how he talks about him when he was playing rugby league with him. Yeah. So apparently, yeah, he was just like always the one going, come on, guys. Yeah, we've just got to do this. We've got to get in. We've got to, you know. So I'm not surprised seeing it. He's, yeah. Oh, I'll be very disappointed if the Chief doesn't win. He I know it's very. He's going to win. Uh, I still think... Our friends at Channel Ten might have some sort of conspiracy or some sort of deal with Warney to. Go I reckon you could through. almost pick it. I reckon you could go. It's Dean this week, Havana next week, unless they do some creative editing. Yeah, and there's going to be intruders. Nothing is there? There'll, there'll be intruders. There was there was last year, so there will be. Right. Yeah. Well, so, she's gone. I think Dean and Havana are gone, and then possibly Akmal. And when they bring in intruders, there'll be intruders with rig because if you take Havana and Dean, there's no rig. Yeah, that's true. So there'll be rig coming. Oh, and so. Warney shaving his stomach. Come on. Oh, Warney just, I, I just, no, 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 no. All right. No. Well, we've gone on for about half an hour and I think, <laughs> I think people will get sick of us if we keep going. So <laughs> yes. we've got to wrap it up. Um, and you know what I've done? Here's what I've done. I've created a, an email account for us in case anyone wants us to send, you know, send us any mail or anything. Oh, awesome. I like that. So it's welcome to the jungle podcast at gmail.com. Awesome. Uh, and we're now on iTunes as well. Yes. Uh, as well as SoundCloud. So um, you know, It's super you. easy to download from the podcast icon on your iPhone. There you go. Simple as that. So uh, if you want to shoot us an email, you know, you can find us there. Welcome to the jungle podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Higo74. Jackie, you are at? At Kasulke, K-A-S-S-U-L-K-E. And until next week. <laughs> We'll talk to you more and bitch more about the jungle. Jackie, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Higo. Have a great weekend. You too. Get in, I don't have the right to win. Oh, mate, that's disgusting. <laughs> I would really like to be